Hello, my name is Michael. And my name is Michael. My name is John. And my name's Ross. And, and you're listening to Forever Sound Version, a video game music podcast. And thank you very much for listening to this very special episode of Forever Sound Version, the video game music podcast coming right out of Newcastle in the northeast of England. My name is Michael Bridgewater, and I have some very important and great, lovely, etc. guests with me today. To my left, on mic one, we have Michael Thorne. What's going on, Michael Thorne? I would never say important. I'd say scum of the earth, bottom feeders... (laughs) Um, <laughs> particularly Brigham's terrible, terrible human beings. You can say what you want, but I don't. I don't buy any of it. I think it would be quite remiss of me to uh, not mention that uh, you have been very helpful to me recently. Insofar please, as please, <laughs> don't don't flatter me. This time I last was... week, I was doing a twenty-four hour marathon of weird and bad games for like a fundraiser for the Refugee Council, and Michael Thorne here was up for pretty much all of it in the end, (laughs) all 24 hours. I spent about five hours in bed during the day, Um, but apart from that... That was garbage time, you know. Yeah, uh, no one enjoyed it. I I pretty much... (laughs) No no one enjoyed it. I pretty much logged out after you started playing that Rugrats game. Oh, that was hard work. Yeah, that was terrible. Search for Reptar PS1. Anyway, yeah, yeah, Michael Thorne, thank you very much for helping me survive it. I couldn't have done it without you, I mean that earnestly. And and thanks to you for playing Marble Madness, because that is one of my favourite games Mm. in the world. And you are totally boss at that game. I'm pretty good at Marble Madness, man. It's, It's been said. I love it. On mic two... To my immediate right, we have JB, John Baldessera, back in the building. He's a veteran of this podcast what, at this point. What? What's going on, John? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm here to snatch a victory, hopefully. That, that, that's my goal for the day. I mean, like you beat me so badly at Tekken 7 a few, <laughs> a, a few weeks ago. He I'm did. pretty good at Tekken 7. That, that I feel like I need to come in your yard and show you who's boss. Ah, okay. you know? <laughs> tip for tat, tip yeah. for tat. I, I, love it. I understand. That's my mentality going into today's well, uh, competition. Um, and last but by no means least, to the far right, not politically, we have <laughs> we have a newbie oh, we have, mm. to this podcast. Um, I should say from the top of this that... Um, Stuart couldn't be with us today. We send our best wishes to him. Best wishes, Stuart. Best wishes to Stuart, and we hope to have him back on the show before too long. Uh, on this day, we have Ross Wyman. Hi, Ross Hi. Wyman. How are you doing, Ross? Yeah, not too bad. You well? 
I'm very well. Yeah, yeah we've um, we're very lucky to have you because this is a last minute arrangement and you have you have picked out some tracks for us. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm bringing the uh, bringing the music today. Yeah. Uh, I was was busy shed shopping, but we, we told <laughs> that off to, shed. to come here to uh, to bring the noise. <laughs> this basically. is a lot more important um, than shed shopping. It, I mean, it's a fine northern tradition. Don't get That's me wrong. That's what you do, man. Middle of summer, you know, a bit of rain. Let's go we, buy a shed. We've literally got a podcast to do, so thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks. Really Ross. appreciate it. Indeed, Absolutely. no doubt. We've been playing some games before uh, before we got recording here. Uh, what we Jackbox Jackbox right? Pie yeah. Pack Pie um, Pack like go and get them totally class so good stuff fun. we've been at, we're all well most of us are a few beers in so uh, I'm about seven I'm doing my best <laughs> to stay cogent here uh, people who have been tuning into this podcast a while would kind of come to expect this sort of stuff from us at this point yeah terrible especially people who heard the first battle if you thought that one was all over the place holy smokes you're in for a treat right here let's go for newbies here's the deal there's four of us, four combatants. And what we are doing is we have each picked three pieces of VGM, video game music. And after each pick, we will judge each other's picks. Uh, so in the first round, maximum score of five per judge. In the second round, a maximum score of seven per judge. And in the third and final round, a pivotal maximum score of ten per round. That is... It's serious, okay? So many points. So that's how we do it. Um, any era, you can pick music from any era, any console. It's completely open. We discourage people from picking, like uh, Iwamatsu and Koji Kondo. Uh, you know, it's that's you know, my it's, entire list right there. Kind of cheating. Yeah. You know, we don't do that. And uh, that's that's sort of it. We're going to take it in turns to play some tunes we've picked. Then we judge them, and it's sort of like Come Dine with Me, the TV program. But uh, but for video game music, so that's how we roll here. And everyone leaves happy. Everyone leaves happy, especially especially the winner who gets this trophy. I'm tapping it. You can see it. It's a physical There's the trophy. It's so good. Get yourself on the Forever Sound version <laughs> social media channels to see this beautiful creation that I bought online. Uh, it's it's engraved. It's got Forever Sound version VGM Battle Supreme Champion. Supreme Champion. Know, Supreme Champion. Don't so. get don't get that wrong. Not not great champion. Not okay champion. Supreme. Supreme. Absolutely supreme champion. So let's get into this. Uh, the track we had at the top of the show was our intro. That was from Rocky. Released 2002 on the Nintendo Game Boy Advance. The track is called Gonna Fly Now. Composer unknown, but Hell's Bells, it's a fantastic way to open the show. Before we get cracking, we need to ascertain which order are we picking in. I have four concealed mm-hmm. pieces of paper with... Are first, those Starburst wrappers? Uh, I think I ripped them from a bag that oh, came cool. from London, I think. Is it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> confirmed. Look, so look I'm going to... Everyone, uh, I'll, I'll pick last I one. have a hat. Oh, we got, we got a hat. We're going to pick out of a hat. We've got a hat. We have a hat. Okay. So uh, I think Ross, Ross should go first. Ross so it's a newbie. Already, what we, what we got? Having a fondle. Uh, is that Have a fondle the in there. All right, it's on this one. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the hat? What is in the hat? Uh, second. Second. Ooh, Michael, second. I am second. Michael, right. you pick. Oh, I went first last time, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Yeah. With the doom. It's a bold doom, spot. I believe. Third. Okay. Michael goes third. Am, am I picking next? You can pick now, John. Out of your hat. John on. Right. First. 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 That means I go 
I'll pick Last. out that as a formality. I am fourth. <laughs> so in case we forget which order we're in, keep these. Uh, yeah, I okay. got yeah. Oh, yeah, I've right. already kind of Cool. <laughs> now I have a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet to keep scores as I go. Because last time I, it turned out I was terrible at keeping count of numbers. I'm terrible at numbers. There was a few Bs involved, though. That's no excuse. I mean, we're talking about double-digit figures here. Also, okay. Oh, <laughs> That's up, terrible. Up to 99. So remind me, who's first? Me. John Baldessera <laughs> is picking first. Oh, God. Let's get go. into this. Right. What is your first pick, John? Get on do that mic. Do you introduce the song first? Is that, is that the way to do it? Okay. Yeah, introduce <clears> first. This piece is from a game called Mega Man 3. Oh, <gasps> dang. Oh, man. Me- Mega Man 2 is generally regarded as the classic, and it's actually the only one that I've been able to finish because Mega Man's pretty hard. It's pretty tough. But I uh, picked this song because every now and then when I've got, you know, like 20 minutes to spare before bed, you know, a bit of time to kill, yeah. I always jump into Mega Man 3 because I've never beaten it before. And I always go for Snake Man first. <gasps> Snake Man is a good choice. So Snake Man Stage is the pick. Uh, it was composed by Yasuaki Fujita in 1990. Uh, the game was on NES. It was. Um, I think it was one of his first uh, like ventures into video game music because Harumi Fujita, who isn't actually uh, related to him at all, went on maternity leave in the middle of composing the soundtrack. Mm. So I think this was his first or second venture in a VGM. So I think it's pretty strong. Yeah, Mega Man 3's uh, generally regarded to be a pretty fantastic soundtrack. I mean, so yeah, yeah, that's a good and pick. Arguably the better game because it has the slide. You can slide. Oh, the slide the mechanic slide is, 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 is move set. Was do, finally have, complete. do you have the rush jump in yes. that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. is key yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, John. Thank you yep. very much. We're going to open with Snake Man Stage from Mega Man 3. Do it. stage from Mega Man 3 talk us through this pick again John music wise what dri- what uh, brings you to uh, pick this I mean, part, of, part of the reason like I was saying before it's something I stick on every now and then and my sister-in-law was visiting a couple of months ago and I, I, I was like playing it while like her, her and my wife were like you know doing whatever they were doing and she started like humming the theme tune the next day and I was like this is just gonna ah, slay everything so that was, yeah. there was the reason behind it um, I just personally think it's like a fucking great song. Like, re- really energetic. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, it's Snake Man. 
<laughs> Snake Man is pretty boss. He's got like maybe the worst power of the Mega Man 3 bosses, but he's the easiest, so you go from first. So like that's what I do at least. Yeah. So you hear him again and it's again. It's a good again. order. I don't know. It's just a new one. I can't, I can't get enough of Snake Man's theme. Let's go in order of the picks out of the hat. Ross, any thoughts on this one? Uh, well, immediately it's uh, it's a really pacey track. Uh, I love the bass line. To be honest, that's the bit I was listening to throughout that. Um, it like it does feel like the Mega Man games feel like mm. it, it has that sort of that, the energy and the, um, the kind of the, almost the relentless vibe of the uh, the Mega Man games. They don't really stop. Nope. Um, <laughs> ever. So, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does it work for me? So, what do you think over that's here, Michael on Mike One? Well, <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of Mega Man. You're in this to win this, aren't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> we have to be honest about our ratings, by the way. I am very, very much a big fan of Snake Man. I am, like, number one Snake Man fan. <laughs> if I had to get into it. But, but, I, I, I literally can't name any other tracks now. From that one? From any Mega Man. The Needle Man? Really? But, the yeah. The Gemini Man? Gemini Man stage is pretty good. It's good, yeah. I do like uh, Rockman stage. Rockman, Rockman, Rock, is, Rockman is Mega, Mega Man. Man in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> Gone. <laughs> you, you back? Just leave the house. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> need, like, a I'm gonna give that one a four. Okay, we can. Okay, oh. well, you see, oh, you're whoa, scoring it already. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I you mean, got I'm, me. Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's. Probably one. I mean, there's a lot of good, good theme tunes on that on that game. There is. I mean, in addition to Mega Man 2, um, I think a four is reasonable. I, I'm also going to give it a four out of five at this point. Nice. I'll so you got you got to bear in mind this is the first round. We can't go any higher than five. Five would be like Guile's theme or something. Yeah. Four I'm, is... I'm going to put this out as well. Yeah. I was. I'm really sorry, but in my opinion, nothing is perfect. So you'll never get a top score from me. Okay, we'll see. It's we'll been, see. That's, that's we've we've seen it before. That's tough. Yeah. If you're going to pick a <laughs> score from between one and five, Ross, what would you give? Uh, uh, in response, I'm going to give that a five because I loved it. I loved okay, the great awesome. And, we uh, have a five from Ross. If we're going to have that sort of attitude, then I'm going to have my sort of, oh my God, that was great attitude. I love that track. I great, man. Excellent. Um, a good track's a good track. So we have a pair of fours and a five for John's first pick. I'm he's, calling it collusion. He's going on <laughs> collusion. He's going all guns blazing out on this one. Uh, next up, we have Ross oh, right, yeah. with your first pick. What, what do you have for us, Ross? My first oh, no. pick. Um, well, obviously, I knocked up this list this afternoon, uh, so I, I might have forgotten some of my absolute favourites. But the one I'm going to start with uh, is actually the Facility uh, level soundtrack from Goldeneye. Ooh, oh, damn. Um, Facility from GoldenEye 007. I feel like it's kind of an obvious choice, but at the same time, it's one that has continually stuck with me. And one of the, one of the favourite things about this track was... Um, in uh, any kind of like office or work like environment, if you have this on, you're wandering around in your ears. It's just it's it adds, just has this great feel to it. Mm. Um, it kind of just reminds you of the games and stuff like that. Um, so this this one stuck with me for a long time. But um, yeah, definitely that's uh, that's my pick. This was uh, Grant Kirko. It will be there. no right, doubt. So, uh, so Michael and I, we did a N64 episode on this very podcast. Uh, the, the day after Trump won the US election yeah, and uh, tight, yeah. and we, we played a bit from GoldenEye 007 and it was uh, I mean a good soundtrack was, a good was, soundtrack it was the damn level the damn yeah, level the yeah that's one. right but that whole soundtrack's golden though so GoldenEye ah, golden <laughs> too easy so we're gonna have Facility 
This is Ross's pick, Facility from GoldenEye007 on the Nintendo 64. just had Facility, GoldenEye007, N64, Grant Kirkup. Good pick, Ross. Very uh, thank good. You. Thank you, sir. Really like that. Favourite. Really like that. There's something about the hi-hat percussive pattern on there that's a bit like, dare I say, trappy on the 808. Like, kind of skittering hi-hats on there. I must admit, I do love the bit. Yeah, that's that's like... Drop pipe thing. Whatever it yeah. is, then. Oh, I love it. There's some, there's some great sound effects in that. Very moody. Uh, what do you think, John? Yeah, same. Like that, that like key sound effect that uh, shows up so much in that game. That is, it's just, yeah. it's iconic at this point. It, it, it kind of reminds me of some of the uh, like sounds that he used in the Metal, the original Metal Gear Solid soundtrack. Mm. A lot, which obviously kind of goes hand in hand with it being so heavily inspired by James Bond that kind of thing it's, it's a yeah. spy thing no yeah. doubt yeah I mean like I, I think the general tempo of the song uh, is very like it just has that sense of tension that a spy thriller needs yeah and it's got like the classic James Bond like motif playing throughout yeah, you know, it, yeah. it just works overall I think yeah, it's smart. It's a the facility's the first level, right? No, no, no. no. Second, second. second. It's early on, yeah. Down yeah, yeah, yeah. facility. It's Dan's first, then facility. Yeah, yeah. so sets the scene accordingly. The, uh, I think, Michael, uh, yeah, after right. about 50 episodes, we'll get through that entire soundtrack. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> be good, be good. We got, to, we got Dan out of the way quite early on, but yeah. then uh, 
I mean, that if anyone listening who um, who enjoyed that one, check out the N64 episode. Yeah, but a lot Bumble, of N64. Yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> there's actually a full. Uh, uh, it's a good episode. I like that one. A full remaster of the N64 soundtrack, apparently. Um, the remaster oh, the uh, game, didn't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they did it for. Oh, um, I don't know about the they game. They did it for the Xbox. Certainly for the soundtrack, there's a, a full. Like, oh, I don't, I don't think I'm. Oh, like, interesting. Oh, yeah. But like. If it means polishing like, it up and getting no, 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 it, no, I don't think it was right. remastered oh, in that sense. It's a remaster in the sense of releasing it in the original lossless form. I think. Ah, oh, okay. Sorry, the good kind. Yeah, the good kind. Actually, it sounds good. Obviously, the N64, they've actually compressed it a lot to, yeah. Yeah. to do that. So for mm. like, it w- was Goldeneye a launch game? I can't. No, it wasn't. Ninety-seven. Goldeneye, yeah, well, it so wasn't. I, I think I believe the N64 came out in ninety-six. I want to say ninety-six. Yeah, I think. Um, like. But fairly early for a game like that, which. Also, that game was uh, created by like four people. It was rare, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it yeah, was rare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty incredible to me. Very good. So let's have some scores for this one. JB, you're scoring this one first. What do you have, John? Mm. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with a four, like a really solid four. Okay. I think it works works really well. Uh, obviously, with the theme. It's James Bond. It feels like James Bond. It's very effective. Good. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, yeah very yeah. good. Yeah. Works for me. What do you have over there, Michael? Um, it's going to be a four for me. A four from Michael um, as well. It's a beautiful piece of work. So many <laughs> memories. Like, iconic. Um, very few soundtracks come close to it when it's in the spy genre. Mm. Oh, genre. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a wonderful piece, and uh, I love it so much. Yeah, it's uh, very dear to my heart. Okay, I'm gonna go for something slightly lower than those scores. Not because I think it's necessarily, uh, you know, inferior to the last one. Because I, I gave the last one a four, so mm. it, it would suggest that anything lower than a four would mean this track's inferior. Mm. But uh, I, I think it's a three because, in the purposes of the game makes entirely perfect sense it's very very tense and there's some interesting stuff going on in the percussion and all that but I'm expecting some uh, I'm expecting some fireworks from Lo- from Ross later on so I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna keep it oh, fairly conservative well no it's not it's not that I'm just expecting uh, this is like where he starts and it's, it's gonna rocket from here so uh-huh. I think three for a mostly utilitarian composition from the top of the show Ooh, I'm going out, three out of five that's not a great loss mm. well exactly like yeah. three out of five is no disgrace I think that's fairly harsh <laughs> well that's just me that's just me mm-hmm. so we're going to go and over to Michael, you next sorry, Michael yeah. oh Christ <laughs> Michael what do you have for your first points. pick my first pick and I said this before with both like all of you um <laughs> I went a bit wild. <laughs> it's like you've written an essay you've got, out of you there, man. <laughs> I, I went a bit wild. Do, do you want to just PDF that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up. Listeners, <laughs> Michael has a, a printout with a essay. lot of very well-written notes by the looks of things. Um, He's serious. It's, um, he asked me to do notes, and I didn't do any last time. Oh, which caused properly. us to spend about two hours looking up everything for my... my uh, <laughs> <laughs> my picks no don't get me wrong this is great okay so excellent my pick as I said before went a bit wild last time with mm. E1M1 from uh, Doom from Doom yep gone a little bit mellow okay and I love it so much this is one of my favourite tunes of all time this is the main theme 
from Animal Crossing oh, Wild World. Awesome. Um, it was released in 2005 in Japan and 2006 in the EU. Mm-hmm. It was on the Nintendo DS and it was composed by Kazumi Totaka and Asuka Hayazaki. Very good. Yeah. This is the, D- this is the DS, DS one. Yeah. Okay. I'm completely green on Animal Crossing, so keep me right. Um, it's a bit of a slow start, but once it gets into it, it's absolutely beautiful. And I love it I'm so looking much. forward to it. Very good. One. So what was the name of the track once again? This is the main theme the main from theme. Animal Crossing Wild World. Main theme from Animal Crossing Wild, Wild World, World on the Nintendo DS. Yeah.
Animal Crossing Wild World Nintendo DS. Ooh, we're all relaxed after that one. Yeah, we're chill as fuck. Yeah, that was pleasant. This is a Saturday afternoon. We've got some beers, you know, just... Uh, just More than one. Talking amongst friends. Yeah. Listening to the nice guitar pleasant. figures. Is the word I'd use. Very yeah. pleasant. Very pleasant. Very pleasant. Um, I mean, it, it hits its desired intention, right? Like, Animal Crossing is meant to be the game that you play for, like... 20 minutes a day or whatever just like chill out check your vegetables pay your rent to Tom Nook yo you know, <laughs> forget about the real ills of capitalism in the afternoon <laughs> the virtual ills of capitalism check my vegetables <laughs> like it's, it's no but like in all seriousness it is like a super super fitting theme for the, for that yeah, franchise right it, and it's, it's great it's, it's 100% effective and it's just really pretty yeah very um, pretty yeah but, I, I don't know but look gotta be real I don't know if it's one of those songs that's like, oh, it's so memorable and beautiful, you know. But I haven't played a ton of the game, so I can't. No, it's it fine. would be unfair of me to dismiss it. Uh, What's yeah. the rest of the soundtrack like? I'm, I'm not, um, yeah, it it there's a different uh, song for every hour of the okay. day. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So it depends on when you play it. Yeah, that's oh, cool. That's that, really that nice. Is smart. That. that is fantastic. That is so smart. when does this main theme play? Like that's at the title. Because oh, okay. it's the okay. main thing. It's the generic title thing. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, I've got okay. a few notes, if you don't mind me. Please. Shoot. Um, so I wanted to start off with a mellow tune. I think you'll find that most of my tunes are pretty mellow this time. Ooh. I wanted to go for a little bit more relaxing, sensual type. Sensual? Oh, oh yeah. Take, take off my clothes later on. <laughs> and I, I will bet anyone here five quid that <laughs> this is the only time uh, Banjo will show up in the show. Oh, it's okay. in like banjo and kazooie. Like. No, no, no. Like an actual oh, banjo. The, the instrument. Actual banjo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Five quid's five pounds for the Americans. Yes. yes. Sorry about that. British sterling. Um, so um, <laughs> it's like seven dollars fifty. Yeah. Well, um, Brexit. <laughs> it's like two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> like two dollars fifty. Okay. So um, Totaka is known for his work composing on such games as uh, Mario Paint. Wave ah. Race 64, oh. Luigi's Mansion, oh. and Wii pain, Sports. Though. Those are some credits. Yeah. He's, some credits. He's pretty dope. Um, and this is what I found out. I, I, I was doing some research. He's actually a voice actor, and he's known for doing the voice acting for Yoshi in the Mario games. Oh, that's what? cool. He's also done Shy Guy, Professor E. Gad, Captain Olimar, and Birdo. So he's Birdo. good. He's, yeah. He's pretty Ooh. good at a diverse range of weird guttural noises. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, it's the order of the day, Nintendo. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Marvellous. So the the next two points I've got, um, they kind of work with each other. So uh, KK Slide is a dog in the game yeah. that mm. plays music inside a coffee shop. I'm sorry, Ross, you look a little bit lost, but I'm we'll get that. that. Okay. <laughs> Like, um, that's, that's just his job, right? So, so KK, uh, KK Sliders, uh, his name in in Japanese is Totokeke. Totokeke. Uh, and it's probably derived from how uh, Totake's name is said in Japanese. Oh. Uh, and at a Mario and Zelda Big, ba- big Band live concert, um, <laughs> some fans started shouting Totokeke when he grabbed a guitar uh, sorry when the one one of the hosts grabbed a guitar yeah, yeah, and yeah. gave it to uh, to uh, 
to attack me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having some real trouble here. Just call him KK Slider from now on. Yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> this is the best part. I absolutely love this. He sat down on a chair like KK Slider does with his legs legs crossed. <sighs> okay. And for some reason, Shigeru Miyamoto came up and held a picture of KK Slider next to him. Beautiful. That is just well, the how best. About that? Just in case anyone was confused. <laughs> just, just to make it crystal clear. Like, okay. yeah, that's beautiful. And uh, last point, uh, got to mention uh, Oscar uh, Hayazaki uh, was originally Kazumi Totaku, uh, Totaka's, I'll get this right once, um, assistant, but she's now gone on to compose and arrange tracks herself, including uh, credits on New Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Mario Kart Wii, Super Mario 3D Land, and Super Mario Maker. All right. Yeah. Man, that's, that's a pretty decent CV you got going on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely wonderful. That's a good I, essay. I love, I love that oh. track. <laughs> good essay. We're trying to, we're trying to entertain no, the it's, No, it's good. It's good. Let's have some scores, though. Let's start with John. What do you have? Uh, five. Oh, God. Like, hmm. Hmm. Don't think about it personally. You've got it. You've got to think about it slightly. Look, music's all subjective, obviously. But yeah. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like I, re- I really, really loved it. Like I'm, like my brain says four, like because like it's a really like you know relatively relatively predictable but very evocative. What does your heart say, John? It's five. You know, it's, a five. Five. I, it, it's one of those things where I know if I continue playing that game or if I played that game to begin with. It, it would be one of those like super comfort I love how you can barely look me in the music, eyes you know? until now yeah <laughs> so I'm gonna go five five yeah, from yeah. John yeah. big score no yeah. yeah Ross I mean um, how does that work for you is it it's it's a really nice track um it like kind of it, it really like encapsulates what Animal Crossing's about when I've played it like yeah, it has really. all those right feelings and it's the kind of thing that like yeah, I think if I if I did hear it every time I was launching the game, it probably would stick with me. But it doesn't really grab me, kind of like as in this is moment. Like spiritually. Moment. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something that, that I jumped. At. I much preferred, say, for example, the Mega Man track from earlier from John. Sure. Right, right. Um, and therefore, I've got to go for a three. A I three think. from okay. um, Ross. Um. There's a pair of shears around here somewhere. Yeah, we have some shears. Hannah was using are. us to cut some ivy before. Um, oh, terribly sorry. I say sorry, but three's still a good score. I'm gonna, I'm oh, yeah, gonna, it's, it's more than not necessarily echo that same reasoning, but I think it's a three from me because I acknowledge that it works. If I could, if just I could not go, for you. if I could go three point four, I would, but I can't yeah. because mm. you know, just, just the not rule. for you yeah. that track. No, 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 it, no. It's 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 not like a. Hmm, how can I put this? If I was to be like wandering about, going about my business, listening to VGM, it wouldn't be my first choice by a stretch. Okay, but then sure. I, I like that. I like how uh, I like how I, th- I think it accomplishes the supposed purpose of making you feel peaceful and yeah. ready like, to do. Like Hannah was outside dealing with bees just now, or wasps. wasps and she came in, yeah. she was like, "This is yeah, this is doing it for me." You yeah, know? right. Like... So again, I'm, I'm, um, I'm I gonna... respect it. I'm going to give it a three on this occasion. I don't but like it, but I respect it. This is it. the first round, remember? this. Things are going to go nuts in the in the latter this two is, rounds. This is, this no, is not, not with my choices. Not with anything. my choices. All right. So that leaves uh, that leaves me to to uh, oh. give my first round pick. Here he is. So um, this pick, are you ready for this? I am. I'm not sure that I'm ready for it, but we'll see. 
This game is Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, Jesus. God. Clash of Superheroes. Marvel vs. Capcom, Clash of Superheroes. And the track I've picked is Theme of Morrigan. Okay. Okay. Anyone familiar with Morrigan? Your your favorite (laughs) Capcom theme. You're very familiar with Morrigan. I am very familiar with Morrigan. You're a fan of the Dark Sockers franchise? Yes, Yes. I am. A big fan. (laughs) And let's leave it at that. A big, big fan. No, 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 no. But it is Morrigan's theme I've picked. The composers are Masato Koda and Yuko Takehara. Uh, this is a game released for Capcom's uh, CP System 2 arcade hardware. Mm. A fine, fine, fine cabinet. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, this is a. I really enjoy this track. It's got a real kind of shuffly rhythm to it, which suggests to me that Morrigan's, you know, she's not being too too scary all the time. Morrigan's hitting the town on this one. She's definitely a shuffler. Morrigan's hitting the town and she's yeah. going to have some fun. So please enjoy this Morrigan's theme. Theme of Morrigan, Marvel vs. Capcom, Clash of Superheroes. <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes from the Capcom CP System 2 arcade hardware, Masato Koda and Yuki, Yuko Takahara. Uh, yeah, pretty happy with that one. I uh, got a couple of quick notes on the music for that. So yeah. I like how the bass like pans across the stereo field really rapidly. Mm. Feels really energetic, like a fighting game should be, you know. 
But in terms of out of an arcade cabinet, you get... right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be I, surrounding I you on that. I don't think that felt much like a fighting game song. You see. Really? Um, okay. Kind of. I, I loved the track. I just didn't think it was very. It didn't inspire me to punch like someone in the face. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> not that kind of energy to what it. What about launch some bats at somebody? Would it let you do that? Oh, perhaps. Oh, I okay. Guess. Perhaps. I, I, it's a bit jazzy I'm, for bats. I've got a note <laughs> here, and I'd like to go in with my um, my score now. Oh really? Wow! He's not, even, he's not even done with his oh, with his essay. I'm, I'm, sorry. Sorry. No, 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 I'm really sorry. I've got an essay here. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Okay, that's good. Because that's great. It is very similar to one of the tracks that I've got coming up, and it Ooh. is a classic. And All this right. this does it for me immensely. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, I'm happy enough for that. I actually don't like the drums in this, but that's beside the point. I think the melody and uh, the instruments used are perfect. Well, here's the thing, like because it, the, it's the way the instruments are sort of deployed with the the piano, especially for me. Like, it's got these extended chords going on, the like piano, these absolutely. extended chords, and it's not just the chords themselves, but the changes. The chord mm. changes are really yeah. I've, I've got some notes on the changes, like elegant, sophisticated, and adventurous too, Ooh. much like Morrigan herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I really think Beautiful. this this theme's really energetic, and it reflects a character to a quite significant degree. I, I so, agree. With that, yeah. She, yeah. Like okay. she's a succubus, right? That's, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's mm. a confident lady. She she goes out there. She struts her stuff. She often slays everyone with her fucking superpowers and a bat, like. Yeah, John likes it. I, I like it a lot. I like. I'm. I'm a. I'm a fan. Well, when you first said Marvel vs. Capcom, like my heart just sank because I thought you were gonna play. Gonna take you for a ride. The Marvel vs. Capcom <laughs> too, and I was like, well, that's. You should have saved that no, to the end. Too so easy, that's straight tens. Yeah. But yes, exactly. It would have been too easy. Easy, man. So, All right, yeah, let's I, have some really scores. It, yeah. Since you've uh, offered us those comments, we got a four from Michael already. Yeah. What do you think, John? Um. Ooh. I was picturing Morrigan walking down like the street in Shibuya, mm. just slaying people. Yeah. So I'm gonna go five. Five. Yeah. Five from yeah. John. Excellent. Thank you, John. What do you reckon, Ross? What Me, are your thoughts on that one? I mean, I, th- I thought it was a very strong track. I really liked it. I, I mean, again, to mention the bass, but mm. uh, there was some, the um, sort of a slide bit at the <laughs> end of the, that bit specifically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. I'll be stuck in my head uh, for a while. Um, cool. My, my biggest drawback, like I kind of mentioned before, was that it didn't feel like a fighting game mm-hmm. to me. I haven't played Marvel vs. Capcom though, so that that could be why I'm I'm lacking that particular Maybe association or something. But I'll give it a four because it was a very strong track. Oh, um, it didn't that. quite quite jump at me in the way that I'd expect. Did you give it a That's four? Such a fighting game too. I, I had a five from uh, JB. Oh, I'm yeah. just giving out the fives and fours. I need to be a bit harsher. That is the end of round one. Let's have some scores on the doors. Scores on the doors. We have four players and in joint, what would you call this? First? Joint, no, we'll go with joint, I don't want to say joint last, but we have, uh, <laughs> we have, come on, the runners up. Yeah, as, it, as it stands, we have Ross and Michael T on a respectable 11 points. I like coming from Very the nice. back. Early out, days, out 15, that's Michael likes to chase it. Yeah. And in front, we have another joint situation. We have JB, John Baldessera, and myself, the Wask, Michael Bridgewater, on 13 points. Nice. So, there's all to play for. There's all to play for in this early days. We're going to move on to round two. For round two, the maximum score each of us can give a track is seven, seven. points. Okay. Seven so points. the stakes are rising. Yeah, 
we can work with a bit more of a range now. Get a bit more nuance. Yeah, yeah. It's you getting know? serious. A bit more so nuance. It's five out of seven, the perfect score. Seven out of seven would be, <laughs> right, okay. would be the money right there. We're going to open with uh, John Bardaceras on this one first. Uh, so let's go, John. Here we go. I'll shuffle out my notes. This one is from Ikaruga. <laughs> No. Oh, Ikaruga! It was my reserve pick last time, so you've already Ooh. actually heard it, but I'm sure you've all forgotten. Well, oh, I think that I mean, might be the against the rules. No, it's fine. No, it's no, fine. no, no. Okay. it was my reserve. It pick wasn't last fielded. Time. It wasn't fielded. <laughs> I, I didn't actually one. play. I, I see how you know. this podcast goes. I was just tipsy last time. I was like, "This is what I was gonna play." Yeah, Not I would have won with this. So <laughs> legitimate. But much like uh, my last pick, Mega Man Three, it's a game that I really, really, really love, but I'm terrible at. So it's one of those things where I throw it on for half an hour here or there, get a couple of stages in, and then just totally, totally lose it. It's a very, very tough, challenging game. It's like a bullet right. hell game. Frenetic stuff. Uh, it's a bullet hell game with like this crazy polarity system where you've got a... Basically, enemies fire two types of bullets at you, uh, white and black bullets, and you can switch your polarity of your own like ship mm. to white or black. White bullet hits you when you're white, you're fine. Black, when you're black, you're fine, and vice versa. Mm. So very challenging game and this is the theme of the first boss battle which first I've, boss battle I've fought so many times first stage is easy second stage is hard as nails so I've, I've heard this song a million times much like the Snake Man stage in Mega Man 3 uh, it was composed by Hiroshi Ichi who was actually also the lead designer of the game he was he like directed the game Ooh, and also did the music real polymatha in his own words uh, it was it was Originally released on like the Sega Naomi board, like for arcades. The arcade board, and yeah. And then like ported to like all sorts of stuff like Dreamcast, GameCube, and PC, I think. The composer himself says that he absolutely sucked at making music. <laughs> so even though the Naomi board was capable of like streaming any kind of music, like just like Redbook audio quality stuff or whatever, yeah. he uh, used like a really, really limited selection of like MIDI samples <laughs> to make the soundtrack. That, yeah. Because Nothing in his own wrong words, with that. he absolutely with that. sucked at actually composing and making music. But. I don't know, man. You work with what you had, and I think he's uh, produced something strong. So let's let's hit it. Let's hit that thing. We have we're gonna have uh, first boss from Ikaruga.
had the first boss tune from Ikaruga, classic Sega composition for those wild bullet hell arcade boards back in the day. Need some serious chops to play those games. That Which was nice. <laughs> yeah, that Jonathan was not those. Nah. Yeah, no, but bullet hell's pretty serious uh, mm. business serious genre. You yeah, they, they don't mess about on those yeah. games, no doubt. Enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, like we, we, you know, Ross was mentioning the uh, the snare. I remember. Yeah, uh, for me, like the bit, the biggest, uh, one of the most notable bits of this song would be the sort of the relentless snare throughout, yeah. which is obviously, like you said, very militaristic, but it also just matches the kind of uh, the relentless gunfire that would be going on during a bullet hell right. game. So, like yeah, to me, yeah. that just feels like it, it fits the scene very well. I I, uh, I do agree with that. I think it's like a little bit marching, like uh, yeah, bullet hell yeah. usually is. Like you're always going forward. Well, it is relentless. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. constantly scrolling sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. I've read some like musicological stuff that compares a lot of like early jungleist sort of thing. You know the really frenetic snares, oh, like mm. chopped up breakbeats. How the snares <laughs> always firing. It's there's something like militaristic about that, and like kind of compels people to dance, especially when it's you blazing at one seventy BPM. Don't, you don't want to dance <laughs> yeah. while playing okay. this, though. No, you want to be stock still, staring yeah. at the screen, getting terrible injuries to your no eyes. No blinking. No yeah. blinking. No allowed. blinking allowed. No time. That was nice. It's a it's a bold pick. And uh, yeah. another word we had flying around the room was uh, was epic, I believe, and it does that as well on the uh, the quite heroic me- melody happening. Yeah, I was I was gonna like ask what like you, you've talked a lot about the pace, but what did everyone think of that lead melody? Because I think it's pretty strong. It's pretty know. strong. Yeah. It's pretty strong. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's like really bombastic. Mm. Like in 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 very very fitting. Like even though it is the first boss, because this is a bullet hell game, and because I'm not good at games, it feels like the last boss, <laughs> of, like any other game, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah totally Do you know a radiant awesome. silver yeah. gun as well? Yeah, yeah radiant oh, silver yeah. gun. That, I mean, that's a same game. Day, yeah. Oh, that's one hell of a game same for that day, genre. Day, yeah. Like, um, I'm gonna take the lead on this one. Oh, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Uh, I need to get this out of the way. Go on. I like it, but I think it's quite generic. Okay. I do like that marching beat. Mm. That's my favourite bit about it, but I, I honestly don't think it's that great of a tune. I think it's very epic, like it was said, but it's just not for me. I think it, it could be a little bit more... Uh, it could be a little bit more dynamic. Okay. And I, I don't see that in that. No stress. You're going to put a number on this? I'm going to put a three on there. A three? Okay, there that it goes. Seven. Okay. There it is. He said it. What about you, Ross? What do you think? Um, I'm I'm gonna go a little bit, little bit stronger. I mean, basically for me, it was a song that, um, yeah, it's kind of it's interesting. It's, it's, I mean, it, it it feels like it fits the fits the mood mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, that kind of the melody was okay, but like, I, I don't know, it just didn't feel memorable. I mean, there was a section in the middle, mm. um, where I, I can't remember exactly what happened with the song, but it was a, it was about halfway the, through. The, like the lead melody, like, like stops. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, there was a section there that I really enjoyed, um, which would definitely drag the score up a bit for me, but it's still, I don't know, it just didn't feel, to me, that memorable. Um, I mean, I guess at the same time, though, like, it, it, it it's, kind, it's the kind of thing that, like, as a, as a first boss, kind of the first boss, you're going to play him again and again and again, yeah, so you're going you're gonna to see through that. And yeah. it's that kind of, um, like... It, it does have a bit of an earworm to it, but I mean, I, I think I still, I still don't want to give it anything too high because it didn't really grab me that much. So <laughs> okay. I reckon, like, I reckon a four. A is four where from I'm Ross. Set up I'll take it. I'll take um, it. Because it, it, it's a solid track. It just didn't have anything to kind of really stand out to me that, mm. that made me go, oh, that's that's brilliant. Okay. I'm going five. 
because I think there's a little bit of uh, Super Turrican syndrome going on here. Mm. Insofar as if any listeners remember the last battle we did, I picked a track from I picked a track from Super Turrican on the SNES, and at the time it was it was it was met with widespread. Meh. But nevertheless, lukewarm approval. I thought, okay, I thought it was better than that. Then later on, it was, uh, oh my god, I can't believe I give it that score. I thought yeah. it was great. Ah. So I think this one's a grower rather than a shower, so to speak. I think <laughs> it's, um, I think its main motifs and the way it, it balances the orchestra hits and all that is really effective. And I imagine, like, if I was locked in playing that game, it would make. I mean, which I which I guess I have been in the past. It makes perfect sense, like in the moment, you know, when you're gunning things down and. It doesn't want to like, you know. This is a first boss. It's not a final boss, so it's it's hardly going to go all guns blazing, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's it's well composed, and considering this guy is not, uh, doesn't consider himself uh, a, a, com- a, com- a complete yeah. VGM composer. Sure. It's really tidy and some quite imaginative flourishes in there. So I think five's fair for me. I'm going to go with five for that. Cool. I'll take that. Cool. All right. Nice. Let's move on. Let's move on to Ross. What do you have for round two, Ross? Okay, for the second round, uh, I'm going to go further back to 1996. Uh, Ooh, good, yeah. look at Red Alert. Oh! I knew it was coming. Frank Lepaki. Yes, Frank Lepaki. What a guy. To be honest, actually, I might go slightly later and say Hellmarch 2 from Red Alert 2. Yeah. Yeah. Is probably probably the better version? Um, Because they redo it for every game, but I think Hellmarch 2 might be the pinnacle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hellmarch 2 from Red Alert 2. That'd be from Red Alert 2. So I don't actually have a year on that because I I googled the original Uh, one first, but I think the second one. We can check that. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Ross. That's an interesting pick. Um, just very briefly, why? why? Why is this one? Um, it Command & Conquer was kind of the game that got me into the strategy, uh, the real-time strategy genre. Yeah, same here. Uh, it, it kind of uh, it was there for me before StarCraft was. Um, it, it beat Age of Empires um, for me. And uh, Red Alert, and particularly that song, kind of the, the epicness of the sort mm. of the, the guitar riffs and all this kind of thing, it just it felt like... The, the heavy metal of moving tanks on your on your enemy or whatever it had all that sort of nice. like militaristic like mechanized feel to it and the communism um, and all that yeah there is that. that yeah there's uh, <laughs> okay comrade Ross <laughs> we're gonna have this Hellmarch two <laughs> Red Alert two Frank Lepaki what a legend let's get on this one beautiful.
we're back. That was Hellmarch 2, Red Alert 2, uh, Westwood Studios, I believe it was 2000 on that one. Frank Lepaki, who I'm a very big fan of. Yeah, thanks for bringing that one to us, Ross. Yeah, that's, that's, Chunky. A, that's a timeless track, I think. Chunky. So. I think, I think that's my well. biggest surprise of the day so far. Mm, how come? I, I just wasn't expecting it. All uh, right. I, th- I think when I came to the house and the, like Russ was coming over, I was like, he's going to pick something from Command and Conquer. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You're, you're, you're it's very, kind of real-time strategy at the very least. You're very right. I, I think, oh, John's like, going to pick something from an anime game. There was Ross is going to pick something. I think I've just realised that I don't know Ross as well as I should. <laughs> that makes me very upset. Well, I mean, if it wasn't that, it was going to be something probably from Brood War. Um, yeah, something it was like definitely going to be something uh, strategy. That because there's, there's so many of those games that I've, that I've loved and played as a kid, um, and that yeah, just man. that track specifically just stuck yeah. so much. Um, yeah, it's but, pretty uh, chunky. It's, nice chunky Matley song. Like what in what context in the games are you used in? It's a t- uh, the intro. Just the intro. Well, it's, it's used as an introduction. Oh, but it's it, also uh, used it was during the game thematically. So the game would often trigger different music based on what was happening in the game. Ah, so nice. Okay, if, that's always uh, a plus. Like if you were just chilled and you were just you know harvesting your minerals or whatever the hell you're doing and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not like that no, it's no. chilled it's nice everyone's Stalin having a good time says and then like as soon as the tanks you know start hitting each other the bombs oh, start okay. like all right, all, that all right, that's pr- okay. that comes kicking in and you just you're just in the zone yeah it's, it's there alright I'm gonna go and then you're like Albert Einstein what <laughs> there he is <laughs> I'm gonna get Alternate history. It's it's a great, Shaman. great thing. Get them Tesla coils Beautiful. down. I'm gonna give that a strong six. That's a six that from G. Cool. What do you think, Michael? Right. So I've got a little bit of a history with this song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know I'm gonna go deep in it. Good. Good. So during well, well, um, no, we'll give you 20 minutes. Write your essay. <laughs> come back to us and then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> great. Just because I actually did my homework for this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So. Um, during, I think it was uh, sixth form, the first year of, uh, one of my mates at the time, we had to put a, a animated video mm. over a music track, and he decided to totally copy the intro to <laughs> Red Alert 2 and put Hellmarch over it. That's nice. Okay. So, I literally sat next to this bloke for about 10, 12 weeks listening to this song oh, oh my god and no, it's gonna hurt. this could go either way it's gonna hurt <laughs> it's this could be a one or a seven oh. dependent <laughs> but i haven't heard that song in so long and it brings back a lot of good memories for me oh that's nice um i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> give it i'm gonna give it a six a it's, six from michael it's a, it's a, it's a march too now is hell march gonna All get right. the six 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 score that's what I'm yeah oh, it's, it's not gonna get a six 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 oh. i'm gonna give it a five because oh. Oh. It's a, it's very very effective, and I enjoy the chugginess of it. It simply isn't as good as the original. Oh, Fair. it's Fair. not it's not as good as the original Hell March from Red Alert. That one, that one's a seven. This is a five. The original Hell March is like unassailable. So if you're gonna base anything off of that, you're probably never really gonna measure up. So I mean, it's a five from me. It's a five from me. Respectable. Really Reasonable. enjoyed it, and I should say I'm really happy you brought that to the table because. Uh, we need it. we need that sort of genre represented. We never really had many PC games surprise. pop up on this. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's good that you brought that to the table. So yeah. much appreciated. We'll see about that. But I'm um, like I'm I'm still expecting some kind of fireworks in round three over there. So 
I'm, uh, I'm holding up. This round three is a Red Alert 2 was published on the PlayStation, so... It was, yeah. Yes. You could buy the original Command and Conquers on the PlayStation as well. Truly could. That's right. Yeah, that's how I first played it, actually. The original yeah, me too. Yeah, the, the very uh, original. I played, well, I, I, I played, played one at a friend's house with the crazy cable where someone else played on a different PlayStation. Oh, oh the, the, yeah. You yeah, get yeah, the Tiberium, man. It was good, man. We're going to go with uh, Michael Thorne's pick for oh, round two. Good lord. Let's get War and Peace out. What do you have? Right, War and Peace <laughs> is out. I've gone for a weird one. Of course you have. Um, like I said, it was always going to be mellow this time. And for this one, for my second track, I've gone The Sims. <laughs> right. <but laughs> and get, get, get this, get this. We'll, we'll let Michael calm down. Keep going. Um, <laughs> right. The name of the track is By Mode One. Okay. Uh, obviously, uh, <laughs> it's a favourite. Everyone loves the Sims, man. I heard it. Everyone loves the Sims. <laughs> right. We've all ploughed hours of our short lives into the Sims. Better than hands up. Who was expecting better that? Better than Bimo. I two. didn't expect that at all. I no. know you love the Sims. Okay. I know it's a top five for you. God so bless the Sims. I'm not that surprised. Okay, so um, it was uh, released in 2000, Mac PC, and uh, this composed by uh, Jerry Martin and Mark Russo. And the track is by mode one. By mode one <laughs> from The Sims. Let's go.
super dash of your fünf. Mm. Ah, das It's like a fall from me, like. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say it. Like, look. <laughs> but, but, but there's like intention and all that kind of stuff. Artistic intention, 100% hits hits what I was going for. It's sprightly. It's like bye bye bye. It's The Sims. It's buy one. What what, what was the track called? It was called buy mode one. Buy mode by one mode exactly. One. Not bye bye bye. Fifteen percent. It's John, not doesn't quite, do for, it's like, not John, quite there. Yeah, look, can I give you some context before we do? No, this? no, you can't. No context. Your essays have no place here. But I've got facts. <laughs> Go on then, give me some facts. Not facts. Okay, um, Boo. This is, like, one of the games from my childhood. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. it is forever etched. I'll get the violin out. This is from your childhood. <laughs> into my brain. You're so young. With a scalpel. No, shut up. <laughs> Make that a five, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, I once did a presentation on The Sims, um, which right. included me making Astone prints of the manual... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, this music played. No, 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 the music wasn't played, unfortunately. It wasn't a multimedia showcase. It was a beautiful moment. Oh, I'm sure life. it was. It, it went down really well. Good. Good, excellent. Yeah. I made up a lot of stuff because I was nervous. I'm no, it's cool. Um, this, this game has... a amazing soundtrack which is really weird which you don't really mm. think about that when you think of the sims yeah it is good it's great, uh, yeah, i was really gonna pick good. another mode from the build mode but um it was a little bit depressing right but there's a vast difference in tone between the the build and the buy modes which is really interesting if you get a chance to listen to them mm. um and there's a lot of solitary piano in the in the build mode Whereas the buy modes kind of range like a like an early Americans uh, advert on TV. Yeah, like American advert. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I can see that. Yeah. So it was it was composed by Jerry Martin and Mark Russo. Uh, Jerry Martin's work includes uh, The Sims and its respective expansion packs, the first game. Right. In uh, a whole bunch of Sim games, including SimCity three thousand and four. Uh, Sim Copter, Sim Tunes, which I didn't mm. know existed. Sim Tunes. Yeah. Uh, Sim Golf, which is classic. Uh, he's also done a bunch of compositions for TV commercials. And uh, Mark Russo, this is the only fact I could find about him. He was a <laughs> member of the Yellow Jackets. <gasps> I've seen him play then. An, seen... an American jazz fusion quartet. I've seen them. From 1985 to 1989. He played the saxophone. Oh, I didn't uh, see him then. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, that's about it. That's what that's what. All I've right, Yellow okay. Jackets are for real. Like I've seen them. I've seen them play. I mean, not with him involved yeah. in the in the ensemble, but I saw him play. Like, I mean, we're going back some time, but they were serious. Back to the fifties uh, when you were a young boy. Like I'm no fusion head, but when it comes to like the stuff they were bringing out, like yeah, they've got about they can play. albums. They can play. Yeah. All right. Great pick, honestly. So we're, we're going to score this one. We're going to score this one. John. John's mm. first. Are you still a five? Um, out of seven. Let's see. Like, like, like I was saying, it's so so effective to what it's trying to do. It's like got that pace, like, bye, bye, bye. Amazingly effective, but I also like don't like it. 
Do, 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 do you know what I mean? No, no, but, no, no I understand. I understand. But it's like it's the kind of thing that like actively irritates me in a lot of ways. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why there's something. Is about it the it. consumerism? No, no. I like buying stuff. Look, we're, we're, all, we're all human. We're all human here. Speak for yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying. Like, there's, yeah, there's something yeah. about that style that doesn't doesn't do it for me. It doesn't resonate. Uh, actively hates a bit strong. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. But. All things considered, Sims game by mode one. It's a classic. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a five anyway. Because it's, it's, it's very effective in what it's doing. John Ball the series gives that a yeah, five. Yeah. What do we have uh, over five. there? On I mean, those? this is a really strong one for me. I, I, uh, yeah. I remember playing The Sims as a kid. I remember this track immediately as soon as you put it on, and it's kind of it. It is that one that's kind of memorable of the game specifically. Like mm. I don't know, it, it kind of it, like it has that sort of. I don't want to say earworm again, but it's that kind of thing. It has yeah. this thing about it where it just gets into you and you can't... Even when, you, even when you're playing the game and it's not on, it's still almost on in your head. It's that kind of level of addictiveness as, as a song. Um, I mean, I, I want to give it a six, I think. Cool. Because um, I, I really like it and I really like the track, but it does have certain aspects that I, I do... I agree it is sort of annoying at the same time. <laughs> yeah. okay. like, no, no, no. Like, I, I will concede <laughs> it's pretty annoying after a while. Yeah, yeah. and like... No matter how much stuff you buy in The Sims, eventually you're going to get sick of this track. But at the same time, it's still there and it's a fond memory for me. So Fair I, I'm, enough. I'm going to give it a six, I think. It's a strong Ross. score. Buy more. Buy more. Buy more stuff, Ross. <laughs> so, um, what, am, what am I going to give it? I'm going to give it a six as well. Oh! I'll tell you why. Because just knowing what The Sims is and what that track is doing on a musical level is like, there's a real... I think there's a quite a knowing, like a knowing chasm going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a connection. Well, not not even a connection, but there's the the thing of like spending money to improve the supposed quality of life yeah. as virtual citizens. Absolutely, but it's those like those pizzicato strings. Like it reminds me of, oh, here's the average family going about their business. But yeah. it's so it, it goes beyond dysfunctional. The American dream. It's a bastardized version of the American dream, yeah. right? It's it's right. really it's dysfunctional, but then and then some like there's something really dark about it mm-hmm. even though it's in a major key there's something like really dark mm. about it when you can see yeah immediately after those strings there's that sort of down pressing sort of bit isn't there it like, sounds um, really dark I mean it, it's, like it's like it. quite happy and chirpy on one level but on another it's oh the, but then the way life modern life is it's just gonna it's gonna crush all of y'all and you, you're, you're all gonna end up being homogenous and yeah, yeah I, there's I that, that constant loop as well which is like and and analogy for consumerism and you know you could buy some stuff but you still need to buy some stuff yeah, after that right like w- w- which is probably why all of us like it's super annoying but also 100% effective yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. But, but, yeah. but I think it's it, it feels <laughs> like intentional and whilst I'm not going to bomb around listening to it if I'm going to lock into that game or if I'm going to hear it and then Works consider perfectly. what The yeah. Sims is I go oh man there's something really quite I'm impressed at how sinister it sounds in spite of its materials. So it's got to be a six from me. Nice. Right. I, I'm yeah. going to be totally honest with you. I didn't expect that much of a discussion from a track called By Mode One. <laughs> we did it. This well, is how it happens. Here we are. Here we are. The Sims has beaten Nikaruga <laughs> and Trump's, <laughs> Trump's president. Well, Trump's yeah. Trump's we have, we have one more pick lest we forget. Mm. And that would be from myself. Round two. Michael's pick. I oh, am son. I am going with R Type. Jesus. R Type, but the Commodore Amiga version. Ooh. 
Now this was composed, the soundtrack was composed by Chris Hulsbeck, which you might remember was the composer of Super Turrican for the SNES. Which oh, is, <laughs> he will never let us go. go. I'm going to bring Hulsbeck back. He did the main theme from R-Type on the Commodore Amiga. So this track mostly is mostly comprised of a big, sweeping melody. To me, it sounds very heroic, but also quite melancholic and evoking the lonely vastness of space that you negotiate as you fly through <laughs> the environments of R-Type. So think space, think heroic, think Hulsbeck, just alone by himself composing this magnificent tune. And I hope you like it. Main theme, Commodore Amiga, R-Type. Let's go.
the main theme from R-Type, the Commodore Amiga version. Composer was Chris Hulsbeck. Um, just to flesh this description out a little bit, what drew me to this song and uh, the reasoning behind me picking it for this show was the beat's just so chunky, like really, really heavy or kick and snare pattern going on there. And then the way it breaks down to just the drums at one point with a li- little bit of implied chopping of the beat, you know, really enjoy that. And then... After that part, the uh, the marimba-esque voices come in, like cutting through the sinister orchestral sounds. It sounds really spacey and desolate, you know? Like, it's a very dramatic piece, and the game's hard as nails, too, so yeah. it kind of sets you up for a real test on that version of our type So I very much appreciate how Heelsbeck dialed in that kind of tone. What do you think of it, though? Let's go to John first. Okay, so there's a song... I'll give it a seven. I'm gonna say that out out right now. Okay. And I, I agree with actually most of what you just said about it, but with R Type being like a side scroll and shooter, I feel like like the beat's so steady and so good, and the lead melody's so so good as well, and so so instantly memorable. It's gonna be in my head tonight when I wake up tomorrow. Probably put the probably if this is the Turrican two is what I'm saying. Yeah, I get that. Not the last one. This is the Tur- This is the Turrican two. Right. Um. I, I think I've got like not Docker point because that's how it works, but I think I've got I've got to go for a six. We're going but, for a six from you because John? I think it's an actual actually a really really brilliant song, but I don't know, man. Side scrolling shooter. I, I don't see it. It's it's not mm. like frenetic enough like Ikaruga, which scored hear that. <laughs> scored an amazing I mean, twelve points. Like that to me is like I'm assuming you're yeah. bearing in mind that's a title track as well. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sure. Sure. No, no, Six I, I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't conjure that sense of, sense of tension out of my brain, you know? Okay. It, it, it's a great song though. Like I really, really enjoyed it. But. I got you. Any more thoughts? What do we have over here? Um yeah, I mean so what 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 year did that come out? That's going to be late 80s, right? That, 89. That, 89. 89, right, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it does stink of the 80s, that track. And in a good way. In a good way, though. It kind of... It's it, it filthy has with that the 80s, 80s stench. It, like, it feels a bit like... It, like, it would fit at the start of um, Escape from New York or something like that. Like, it, it has that sort of kind of... Um, just, like, future retro almost feel to it. Like, it... Mm. Um, if that makes any sense. The future sense, was yeah. then, but the past is now. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that kind of, I guess, yeah. Nice. Um, I mean, it, it does feel like a title track rather than a, an in, in-level track, um, as you were saying, John, I guess. I mean, it, the, the, my problem was I just I just didn't really like it that much. Like <laughs> it, It's fair enough. Like, my favourite thing on the whole track was the snare that I've mentioned. Like, the drum beat was definitely a standout part. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really it that was that was probably the my favourite bit of it. Um I just didn't really get grabbed by the melody particularly. I can kind of barely remember it now. Um so it yeah, it didn't do a lot for me. So I mean I, That's how it goes. I guess What do you reckon then? Uh it's out of seven this one, isn't it? That's so, right. Um I guess I'd say I'm thinking sort of three or four area. Uh mm. which one are you gonna go for? Uh I'll go a three. A three Sorry. for our type. So, there we go. So, I've established that someone likes a good snare over there. Divisive. I do, I mean, the snare basically got at the three, to be honest. Um, Easy. I I couldn't 
after this podcast is over, Michael's going to be like, what about Super Tukin too? And he's going to put it on and be like, what do you think about this for us? And Chris, you'll spec some homeboy. I'll defend, I'll defend him to death. Like, <laughs> we have uh, one more judge, Michael Thorne, on this track. What do you reckon of this one? Does this, does this work I, for you? I mean, uh, I've heard a lot of um, tracks what are based in space. I think it's <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. I can imagine you have, yeah. Correct, I guess. I think it's I think it's a pretty decent one. It's just uh, like Ross said, it's just not that rememberable. I, I don't know what I I just do, do, do. Yeah, like the beats are strong. I the do, lonely I vastness think, of space, man. Go I do on. think I that that's the, the thing I didn't quite feel, which is why I gave it a six round of seven. I do think that it is very um it's suitable for what it's trying to do. Okay. And it's very yeah. strong at that. It's just not very memorable. Like, synth is good. <laughs> and synth you, is may, good. you may hear some synth later on. Mm. So that's why I'm giving it a foot. A four? A foot. A four? A foot. Is that a four a, or a five? It's a five. Hey, all right, I'll take that. The thing that's bringing it down is, for me, it's just not that memorable. So we've reached the end of round two. And these beers are going down really well. These beers, we have many of those. Well, let's have a look at the scores. Uh, Ikaruga didn't... I mean, I, I kind of liked it myself, but we have a, a 12 on round two for Ikaruga. All right. We had a 17 and a 17 for Ross and Michael's picks. Woo! Uh, well I, got, I got 14 for my pick. So, in the current scores overall, overall, we have... Let's go from the bottom up. Uh, currently uh, bringing up the bottom we have John on 25 mm. in third place we have myself Michael on 27 Ooh. and in joint first we have Ross and Michael mm. on 28 it's all it feels close enough it feels close enough that is tight how good <laughs> is Ross doing for his first time with very yeah. Little to no. Ross is doing us. great. Ross yeah, is uh, so good. It's great, man. No well, doubt. I, I didn't have too many beers to warm up. Uh, we have a round three all to play for, and this round three is worth ten points. Ten oh points. Ten points. Each judge can offer a maximum of ten. Ten being Guile's theme, um, and I mean nine would be extremely strong. Eight being very strong, etc., etc. Should we get into this? So it's round three, and it's John first. What do you have for us, John? Well, as everyone predicted, I've got a song from Persona 5. I knew it! Uh, We owe each other five Five. pounds. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Uh, Five, yeah. We don't actually get that. Uh, No, we just negated each other. Yeah, Yeah. that's how it goes. John was always going to pick something Persona, probably Persona 5, so this is no surprise. Like, uh, it's easily my favourite franchise, and... uh, this game came out this year in uh, Europe and America, and last year in Japan, and it's a very strong game overall. It's got its issues, but it is a really good game. <laughs> you haven't even finished it. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Like, I, look, I'll let the music speak for itself ultimately, but cool. like the, the, the way that this track speaks to me the most is it's a battle theme. Mm. And basically, the the central concept of Persona is that like you school kids by day, and then you go into like classic JRPG style dungeons at night and like fighting monsters and all that kind of thing. Um, the way that Persona Five stands out from the rest of the series is that generally the series deals with like 
a lot of kind of coming of age themes like isolation and maybe a bit depression and like gender issues, that, that kind of thing. Right. Persona 5 does as well, but when they're going to the dungeon, they just kind of exude confidence. Like the, the playable party and the characters, they just go in and absolutely wreck it. And I think this battle theme is totally representative of that. So I'll let you guys be the judge. I think it's pretty good. Let's go. Yep. Title, <laughs> title of the track is... Last Surprise. Last Surprise from Persona 5. Oh, relevant. Let's get into this. Whoa!
right, John, the Sona 5, beautiful stuff. What do we have right there? Yeah, so that was composed by Shoji Meguro, who's like the long-time series producer, uh, series composer from the start, actually. Mm. And weirdly enough, he actually directed Persona 2, the game, which is like super strange, like for, for someone who's like so kind of set into the composing kind of side of things. Sure. Which I really like. Um, also, uh, Lin Inazumi did the vocals on that track. Uh, who is kind of like a new addition to like the Atlas Sound team. Basically, uh, for the past three games, Persona 3, 4, and 5, they've had a different series director uh, called Katsura Hashino. Um, and every time he's picked like a different vocalist to kind of imbue the theme of each game. Okay, got and you. Man, she does a great job in this one. Yeah, it knocks it, me down the park, man. It, it, like, the Persona games are like kind of known for like the style and kind of like the cohesive themes that they convey in each game. Sure. And I think this is like no exception. Uh, here in my notes, I've got that the lyrics for this song were written by Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin? That's what comes up in the credits. That's what it says. Yep, I assume oh, it's okay. just Choji Meguro. Apparently, like in an interview recently, he was saying that they made the lyrics English because they didn't want to distract the, the players in Japan from when the hardcore JRPG battling. They didn't want them thinking about lyrics. So that's oh. why they made them all English. And then in so the it, same interview, he was like, "Sorry to all our English-speaking." I wanted to point out, not to skew the score too much, but there's a little breakdown in the like in the late later part of the song. So think about this: this is a battle theme for random JRPG battles, right? Yes. Straight in there with the strings, and then you just rack and it's amazing. All of these kids are like confident and just destroying their enemies, but maybe not doing so well. The battles have been dragging on. Mm. The song's just kind of going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. There's a little bridge there where it's like... Things getting, make... It's getting a bit real now. Yeah, know? yeah. yeah. I'm sure our listeners heard it. But there's some lyrics where it's like, you better make sure the next move's the right one for you. Mm. And it's like... Mm. Ah. Mm. I only heard it a few times in the game because I'm very good at RPGs. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... But he like you hear it and you're like, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I, I better make sure the next one's yeah, the right you move you got to make sure... John, so, I've, I've got counter It's an instructive song as well. Uh, what's Michael got? Is, is, <laughs> go for here, it. Here this is, this is, I'll give everyone else the floor from here on out. No, no, no. I don't, I don't want to start is, crying about how good really Persona good. is. Okay, so this, this is almost irrelevant, but uh-huh. when you are playing that game, yeah. you only hear about 30 seconds of that song most of the time. So, yeah. I don't know what that was, but... Yes, like the battles end quickly. That is true. <laughs> but if you take that track on a whole, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. But but the perfect scenario when that you never see us come and then you get a game yeah. uh, you win the battle. Which happens a lot of the time. You never see us come. Yeah. You never see it coming. And you just slay the enemies, and then the victory screen pops up. Okay. And it, oh my god. What a fantastic. That's game. a pretty nice timing if you can have that kind of. It uh... doesn't happen all the time, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Ross? Well, immediately that's one of my favourite tracks I've heard today. It Wait. was. Uh, like, it was fun, it was interesting, it kind of it was a bit different from what I'd normally expect from battle music, but at the same time mm. gave the feeling of a battle. It had a lot of uh, like the bass line that was kind of it had this like jazziness to it and things and it just it just it felt like like a modern take on battle music in a JRPG, mm-hmm. which is what it is, and that it really fits that kind of ticks that box really well. Um I mean I wouldn't say it was perfect. 
um, uh, probably many, th I guess the reasons that you, you've highlighted it is battle music and there's quite a lot of development through the track, if mm. that makes sense. And right. often, I don't know, with battle music it sort of needs a basic repetition that yeah, that does have it, but I almost want more of that track, so you kind of want more battles right. to go yeah, on longer, if that makes that. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a fair criticism. So. <laughs> I mean, since I don't feel right criticising because I really did genuinely enjoy that and I would actually probably listen to that anyway. Um, I've never played Persona, um, any of the games. Mm. Um, so, But like, I'd find myself listening to something like that anyway. So I, I really love that track. I'd, I personally I'd give that a nine. Awesome. Um, You're going nine. This yeah, is, really um, high immediately. That's really Lo high. Bear it. in mind, we're in round three. So the maximum score is ten. Yeah. And Ross is going with a nine for John's round three well, pick I've got it all to lose since Ooh. I'm in first so I've <laughs> got a nine a, from Ross I, I feel so strongly about wow. Persona but I, I want to say right the other songs on the soundtrack which I think are way better but it's so so dependent on your experience with the game you know what sure. I mean and, okay. and, and how yeah. to grow on you throughout okay. the game but I feel so strongly about this song that if I win this round and lose if I win the battle and lose the war <laughs> I'll be really happy I just love <laughs> that works. I thought it was a really good song. Yeah. So yeah. What do you think, Michael? That's actually bad reason. <laughs> Over to my left, like what? Do, what sort of number do we have on this one? Out of ten. Nine straight. A nine. Oof. Oh my god! All right, this is high. This is getting tasty. A nine out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything I could say that hasn't been said before. Like, as I said, I do have my grievance with it. Even in the game, like usually you only hear about thirty seconds of it, but. That mm. full track no, is no, no, honestly, the that whole is thing, problem. right? Like, I would accept you knocking a point, an extra point yeah. off of that. Like, it, it's really great. Yeah. It's a, it's a fantastic song. Amazing. All right, nine out of ten for Michael for that one. I'm gonna go with an eight for this one. It's, it's magnificently produced. I really enjoy nice. the, the driving bass and uh, just the like kind of throwback disco strings against the yeah. lead vocal. It's, yeah, it's, it's very classy, right? And yeah. I can imagine you yeah. must. That, that. You, you're playing that game and you're feeling like on top of the world like battling and it's yeah, like there's yeah. total swagger totally. involved you know swagger's the word I completely yeah. I completely buy it it's yeah. gotta be an 8 um, the, uh, the the two points I didn't give um, you know that that's like the upper echelons of my VGM preferences you oh, know right. yeah, which that's yet, fine. yet to yeah. be tapped but 8 man if definitely you played the, if you played this game this would be a nine or a ten for you. That's all I'm saying. I'm prepared to believe that. But that, that's, that's I'm prepared fine. to believe that, Jim. Uh, that's a great spot for that song. <laughs> cool, man. You just knocked down a clean 26 points from nice. round three. Oh, that's going to be tough to beat. But we're going to move fun. on to Ross now, and I've got high hopes for this. What Why, man? All right, well, what do you have for us, I Ross? I thought I'd, I'd try something a little bit different for the last round. Um, maybe something we haven't heard before. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, okay. I don't, think it's, I don't know how well known it is. The game will be. This is the intro to Cannon Fodder on the Amiga. Oh, I on the Amiga. picked this. Really? Oh, Cannon yes. Fodder oh, on the Commodore it is Amiga. so good, yes. and this is such a track for you. Uh, yeah, well, completely, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was one that I kind of... I'd, I'd almost completely forgotten about, and then when I was making my list, I just I remembered the game, and I was like, I'm sure there was something in that, and I went and Googled it, and sure enough, the, uh, the intro track. Now, I, I, I have kind of tried to find out who composed it or whatever according to a Eurogamer article it was uh, made by a band called Captain Sensible who, which had a, the singer yeah, of The Dam the Dam so. so apparently they recorded it and it was a bit of a kicked a bit of a fuss at the time because when the game came out there was a little bit of controversy because they'd used the uh, the poppy and the British <laughs> Legion were kind of pissed and then you have this <laughs> you have this song 
about how great because the song is called um uh, what, what, what is it? Is it War Isn't So Bad or something? No, or, it's uh, like... War's <laughs> really good or... Something fun. War is actually fine. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's a Vice... It's a, this, it's a Vice article in oh 10 my years. God. War it's, is fine, it's, actually. Uh, war has never been so much fun. War yeah. has never been so much fun. Captain Sensible, Captain apparently. Sensible. That's the official credit, Captain Sensible. Um, and this is from... From the uh, Cannon Fodder on the Amiga. Cannon Fodder Amiga. 1993. 1993. What a pick. Holy smokes. This is incredible. And... Yeah, justifiably high hopes for this. All right, let's go. just have Ross's pick from round three from a cannon fodder holy smokes I I knew I had reason to believe that he would bring the fire on this one that was in that was insane that was <laughs> yeah. insane I'm glad you enjoyed it that was incredible uh, man like it's a classic so but but there is like a sort of really tangible uh like Ika Mouse Oh yeah, it's but it's, it's hard. Eka Mouse is a, that's a good call actually. It stinks of Eka Mouse actually. It's it's, it's got like that um, hard reggae. I guess. I guess hard reggae. Yeah, yeah. but it's um, it, it, it kind of, kicks pretty hard. It wasn't like overcomplicated. Um, it, it just has it has sort of the basic the basic features and does them all well. I guess is kind of what I'm getting at. And yet, even that is that has got to be quite difficult to accomplish when you regard what the Amiga has audio wise. 
we're talking about four channels like that is too hard left yeah. too hard right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really and it incredible. has really clean vocal samples on there like spurring the track on about yeah. about the guns and all that like i, I, I honestly think we put a lot yeah. of memory into that uh, it's incredible tracks, yeah. well, what they had to work with it's like a pretty impressive composition yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, great like, there was an updated version on uh, i want to say sega cd had that um just as a musical object that was brilliant yeah like, i think it's really yeah, i really enjoyed that um yeah. we're, we're gonna score this thing right now and yeah. you're up first john all right, yeah, I think ooh, it's out of ten, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Round three is out of ten. Uh, fine. <laughs> it was such a great song. I think an eight is the appropriate score from 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 me. Yeah. We have an eight from John. Yeah. That's a strong score. What about to my left? What do we have for Michael? Uh, that's definitely a straight eight for me. An eight from a straight Michael. Eight. A straight eight. I'm going nine because oh. because to get to get that level of like musicality and and just organization actually from an Amiga and to make it sound the way it does like a convincing composition of that style is yeah, no mean feat yeah no mean feat and you know you, you can be playing a game like this it's gonna get you get you ready to do something pretty you know pretty gnarly you know it's, oh, got, yeah. to, it's got to be a nine yeah, for me it's quite a contrast to the uh, I guess the theme of the game which is essentially war just remember death. to shoot the munition um, sheds just don't get in the way of the door. So, you scored a 25 on that round, Ross. Excellent. We're moving over to Michael now, and what is your third and possibly final pick? Okay, guys, I'm getting the Encyclopedia Britannica out. Here it is, <laughs> Encarta. Yeah, uh, I, w- I went large for this one, but I don't think it'll <laughs> Go resonate. large, I'll go home. Yeah, it might. I don't know. Let- uh, let's hear it. Track three for me is... Castlevania, <gasps> Symphony of the Night. Oh, <laughs> oh God damn it! Yeah, and this track yep, that'll is do it. Crystal Teardrops. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Released in uh, 1987 on the PlayStation, and didn't realise this. Same Saturn. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And composed by uh, Mashiru Yamane. Yam- Yamane. So you're serious about this round three business? <clears throat> yeah. I was going. I was going large. I've got. My fourth one that was in the bag was also a strong contender for track three, but I felt let's this keep one that more keep that for the time being. I will do. So um, let's let's have that title once again. That is uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and this is Crystal Teardrops. You heard the man, Crystal Teardrops. Here we go. Thank you. 
was something special. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. PS1, I believe. Yeah, and Sega Saturn, surprisingly. And Sega Saturn also. Crystal Teardrops. Crystal Teardrops. I mean, that's... um, That definitely tickles... uh, Tickles me in certain it places. It your pickle, doesn't <laughs> it? it? It presses buttons for me. Uh, I mean... Just that foreboding kind of uh, melodic motifs and the slow burn pads, and it works for me. I love it. I mean... I love it. What, like, what do you have written there? This is... this. I mean, this is all off the cuff, obviously. It's not written down. No. Yeah. Uh, but this, Improvised. This is often touted as one of the best video game soundtracks of all time. People yeah. say that. People uh, say that. But... This is one of my favourite tracks, and I wasn't going to pick something that would win. I wanted to pick something that I really enjoy. And it's good, obviously. I respect so, that. Um, this was a last-minute pick for me because uh, John's brother, Joe, they started got... streaming yeah. uh, Metroidvanias recently, and he's just started this. Mm. Um, and... You can watch him. I'm give, gonna give him a plug. Do it, man. You watch him at uh, twitch.tv slash Joe Isles. All yeah. lowercase. Check Joe Isles. J O E I S L E S. The brother of John Baldessera, right mm. here. Yeah. Mm. Before we judge this track, what's everyone's favourite Metroidvania style game? Super Metroid. Um, I, I've got to go Super Metroid too. I love Symphony like so much. But it's Super Metroid for me. I think Super Metroid, all day long. Yeah. Super Metroid is a strong game. Has to be. I don't know. I mean, this game's great too. Yeah, I'm staying. Uh, I've never played any of them. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly couldn't pick. That's fair enough. Um, but anyway, um, Mashiro Yamane, uh, she worked at Konami from 1988 to 2008. 2008. Mm. Uh, 2008. With her first credit being the Kings Valley 2 for the MSX. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, at one point I want to do a show on this podcast about MX, MSX standardized tracks, so mm. we can maybe talk about that. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, and she also has other credits in Castlevania games. Uh, she's got credits in games such as Skullgirls, ah, uh, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, Woo! and she's Classic. now on board for the crowdfunded spiritual... spiritual Successor to Castlevania, right. Bloodstained, oh, Creature yes. of the Night. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, that's directed by uh, Igarashi, Koji yeah. Igarashi. Yeah. Uh, That'll be interesting. That game's gonna gonna. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, I have faith in that one. Cool. I mean, music-wise, like I mean, we've we've kind of already said it a lot of it off the mic, but just this how chunky, albeit subdued, but still chunky the beat was and the kind of. Impl- implicit like baroque or baroque if you're one of those North American people um, they touches just kind of spurs it on in a really pleasing way I'm going to throw this over to Mike too and I want to hear what you two think of this the, one the piece is massive I'll, I'll jump straight in on that the, uh, the, 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 the <laughs> that's have the a good bit beat. stuck with me like that backbeat like it just it just something about the um, I mean obviously it was you know it was repetitive what kept the song going because it's a drum beat but it um, it had like there's something really powerful about it that kind of mm-hmm. like despite it not being in the foreground at all it was completely driving the song and that was the bit I was listening to throughout it and um, it's a powerful song it's got like this this sort of this 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 moody kind of oomph to it that um, like the beat definitely supported um, that was that was my favourite bit of the song was the, the back beat cool what do you think um, John? I, I thought it was wonderful like Symphony of the Night is one of the best games 
have made. Like, no question. So, maybe, maybe my opinion sway towards a little bit much because of that, but yeah, I'll, I'll concur with whatever, whatever everyone's already said. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's got this, like, really eerie feel to it, like it should, but also this really modern, like, late 90s Japanese, like, poppy, like, vibe to it. Like, mm. yeah, come on, man. You can do this. Yeah, exactly. Just Exactly, yeah. You can do this, guys. Come on, dig deep. And that's just the aesthetic over there in general, you know? <laughs> Let's score this thing. Let's score this thing. I'm right. going to hear from uh, you first, John. A, a, a solid a solid nine from A me. nine out of oh, ten for yeah. John. Yeah. That's very strong indeed. Uh, Ross, on the strength of what you said, what are you going to give this one? Uh, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's getting real, I'm, man. I'm feeling like eight. I, I, I'm not sure, though. Um, I mean, how did I score? My finger is hovering over yeah, the eight key. Just go from your heart. Don't yeah, look at I, listen I to your heart. I was trying to, it, felt, it felt like I enjoyed it less than yours, and I wanted to make sure I'd scored you higher than that. All right, for okay, that one. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just looking at this round. So, so yeah, no, so that, to me that's an eight. Yeah, that's, an that's eight what I from felt, Ross. and that's that's that makes sense to me. So yeah. <sighs> you hitting that, hitting that buzzer. I'm gonna do it. It's a ten. Oh, well scored. It's a 10. I've, I've lost the battle. It has I'm to. It, it has to be a ten, like because as much as it does loop over and over again, it's still paced in, in such a way where you're not going to get tired of hearing that, no. like loop upon loop. I can listen to that all day long. It's got to be a ten. I mean, I'd be kidding myself if it was anything other than a ten. So dope. There fair, we go. Fair. Ten from me. Good Excellent. pick, Michael. Thank you. Excellent stuff. And that leaves us with one more pick. That will be mine. Oh, okay, dear. I'm snatching victory. I can do it. All right, <laughs> don't don't look at the scores. Don't no, look at the scores. No, okay, I'm gonna right. need I'm gonna need all of you to do me a favor and have a have a bit of a drink over this pick because we're we're a few beers in on this one, and uh, if you're listening to this and you're uh, feel like you wanna you know get have a bit of a party situation going on. Go on. Pause it for five hours, get completely smashed. <laughs> get that beer out of the fridge. Get that beer out of the fridge and rock with us right now. This game, Sega Mega Drive. Oh dear. Sega Mega Drive FM synth. Road Rash 3. Road Rash 3. Composer is Don Vicker, who did all manner of incredibly audacious compositions for electronic arts back in the 90s and the track is called United Kingdom it is the track that you hear when you do the United Kingdom race on Road Rash 3 this is a bit of a gamble for me this is like I'm at the end of the game I need to get over the line I want to I want to finish strong maybe people won't get it you know but you have to try and take a risk right at the end to see if you can pull out some magic uh, this is the UK stage and it's in the Isle of Man. You're on a motorbike riding through the Isle of Man, dodging deer that somehow end up on the road, and it's really heavy, it's really ridiculous, it's just a blazing track. Before, I- before we start, can I ask a question? Can you hit your chain into a deer's face? I don't remember if you can if you can hit the animals, but you can definitely hit the cops. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> this so, is all good. so that, that clears a lot up. The track is United Kingdom. Composer is Don Vecker. I hope you enjoy this. This is my this is my last stand.
was Road Rash 3. The track was United Kingdom, composed by Don Vecca, Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of things to say about this one. Um, like, so if you know the crack with the Sega Mega Drive, you'll know that it's FM synth over six channels. But in addition to the YM2612 chip that does the FM synth, it also has the Sega Master Systems chip, which is a PSG. And that is where the lead melody is coming from. Mm. Aside, ah, right. Aside okay. from the guitar, the thing that goes do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. That's all PSG. Um, I'm just going to give you a little quick sample of how that sounds in isolation, because it's just insane. Like how they expect to, uh, you know, let that thing carry the whole tune on this one. So bear with me one moment. So they have they have that PSG doing the heavy lifting during the melodic like lead sound thing, which is amazing. And I should say that right now around my house we have motorcycles circling my block, which I, I believe is a sign that I've picked a good track. There's definitely we have some youth on the block. There's definitely some leather daddies out there. It's great, man. <laughs> Leather daddies, but aside from aside from the melody and how like coarse the guitars are, just that massive breakdown riff like do 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 do. That's it, that's insanely massive. Uh, the bass line like is really busy at points. Just there's a blazing guitar solo which is pretty gutsy for a a Mega yeah, Drive well, game. You're yeah, gonna put a yeah. guitar solo on this one for, for the chips that they're they're making that with. Like that that combination of sounds was just mental. Like they, like what when they the sort of the big wow guitar sections and stuff. Like it just yeah, there it is. It's just so bizarre for the kind of the I guess the era. <laughs> All we can hear is like motorcycle engines flying around. For me personally, go on, Michael. I wasn't all that into it. <gasps> <laughs> okay. I thought I had you there. And then it properly started. So I was about a six. And then it just started to get better and better and better. Ooh. So it was about the time that the main riff came in after the intro. I was at a six with the intro. Okay. Main riff came in with a seven. All right. And then just after that, it did a absolutely blazing guitar solo I'm gonna have to give this fucker a 9 we're going for a 9 from Michael Thorne over here it was so good it and was pretty I, rocking, I expected yeah. nothing damn 9 over on the left let's go with John next I mean I got the impression that you were both into that over on Mike too but I don't know oh, you tell me yeah absolutely like I'm probably gonna go with a very similar score aka the same score but the, that breakdown, man. Like I was like, this is good. This Pretty is doing, heavy. Do, it's doing what it needs to, and then the breakdown kicked in. I was like, yeah, all right, totally. It, it, a good breakdown always does it for me, hundred percent of the time. Yeah, you're an old hardcore kid, though. Like you're yeah. one of us, John. Yeah, you're totally, one of us. Totally, totally. Like I see it, you out there. On Lou Collar's birthday. Lou Collar, <laughs> happy birthday from Lou Collar <laughs> to Lou Collar from Sick of It All. Lou Collar's birthday. I'm gonna award this a nine. A nine from yeah. JB. Thank you, John. Woo! Well, 
That's a big score. What do we have from Ross? For me, that that's a perfect example of a video game song. Like that. Um, it, perfect. It, perfect it, to oh, load it, 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 it has all the sort of the energy and the kind of the intensity that you'd want out of a, a track in a game like Road Rash, um, while also just just being like it has that. It sounds like they're making use of what they have, if that right. makes sense. Like, I mean, the fact that, well, as you sure. explained with the two different chips, yeah, yeah, for example, yeah. that they're using yeah. to synthesize these sounds, and like the fact that, like, you can, you can you can figure out what instruments are being synthesized and stuff. Like that guitar solo, for example, was ridiculous but brilliant. You knew what it was. Like, you could tell right. what they were doing with that and where the kind of the sounds came from. It sounded yeah. like the guy sat there with a whammy bar and stuff. So it had all those sort of aspects. And like, I mean, especially for me, because I, I was more of a Sega kid than a Nintendo kid. So that, that sure. sounds more like what I, I, the games I was playing um, when, I was, when I was that kind of age. And it, yeah, it, that, was a, that, was a, that was a perfect track, and especially when it's, I'm going to give it a 10. Um, oh! Okay. I, I that was, that was did it. Did it. Whoa. Did Number it. 10. Thank you, Ross. Around <laughs> three, the scores. Um, we had a 26 for John, a 25 for Ross, a 27 for Michael T, and a 28 for my bad self. Taking this to the final scores after three rounds, we have a 51 for John. Applause. Yeah. I think, Johnny, I think boy. We have a 53 for Ross. Ross came in very late and we appreciate his input he's been tremendous a tonight wonderful thank, thank you thanks for coming Ross it's alright but we have a tie at first <gasps> and it's between Michael Thorne and your boy oh <laughs> so we have a tie on 55 and what happens here is we pick a reserve so that we can play both and the others can judge with a my maximum old, score old, of 5 I never, I never saw this maximum score of 5 maximum score of 5 the Michaels can't judge. It's all down to Ross and John. They can both pick a maximum oh score of five each. So here we go, tie break. It's come to this, Michael. You're first. Am I first? You are first in this order, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. God. What is your reserve pick? Let's go. I went with a pure banger. <laughs> I thought you might. And you'll probably not think of it like that once I reveal what it is. But it is a pure banger. Pure, as they say over here. And this is Civilization Four. <gasps> oh yes, Baba Yetu. <laughs> All right, Civilization Four, <laughs> Baba Yetu. This raw as a guy. Uh, released in two thousand and five for PC and Mac, and composed by Christopher Tin. Holy smokes! Let's get into this. Chrissy T. Let's do it.
Appetite. That right there was a Christopher Tin composition. Tell us a little bit more about that one, Michael. So, this track <laughs> is uh, sung by Ron Reagan, or Ron... <laughs> Ronald Reagan. No. Ron no. Reagan. You see, there's a spell in here, which We is... have Benjamin Franklin writing the song lyrics. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, yeah. We're... This Conquest is uh, Ron Reagan, or Ron Reagan. Um, yeah. And it's also uh, the uh, backup choir is the Stanford Talisman. Okay. Which, uh, obviously, from Stanford University. Mm. Um, it was... Got a got couple of shockers for you here. I'll go on. Are you ready for these? Uh, I think so. It was the first piece of music composed for a video game to win a Grammy Award in 2011. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a that's quite a fact. It won the category, and are you ready for this, because this is very <laughs> sexy. Come on. Best Instrumental Arrangement Accompanying Vocalists. Huh. Oh, um, yeah. Very well, very good. Good work. Beautiful. Um, the lyrics of Baba Yetu is actually a translation of the Lord's Prayer in Swahili. Oh, oh so it's the sort of like Western Christian Lord's Prayer yeah. translated into Swahili. Yeah. Huh. And uh, Baba Yetu means our father. Okay. Ah, hence the Lord's Prayer thing. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And I, I just think this is dope. So dope it track. found its merry way into this game. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I guess you've played this game a fair bit, no? Oh, Christ, I. <laughs> Far too much. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was beautifully produced. Um, yeah, it's, it's a wonderfully vibrant track. Let's kick it over to the judges because I can't. We I can't score this. You can't no, score this. No. This is between Ross and John. Oh, you. We're gonna go. Right. Yeah, I don't know where to go with this. We're gonna go with John first. Actually, uh, okay. I'll just go. Uh, it. It just seemed super generic to me. I'm sorry. I will uh, put this into yeah. context. This is <laughs> the uh, main title song. It doesn't play throughout the game. Nevertheless, I'm oh, saying it. it. <laughs> no, it's the song that you picked. That's what I'm saying about it. Uh, it didn't do it for me at all. Good. I thought it was very well composed. It was nice. Yeah, I mean, this... <laughs> but nah. Can I remind you that over time, this the max score is five on this one. All right, I'm gonna give it two. It's in there. It's in so, there. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. We. Yeah, I mean that's. For me, that's more of a three. I think it's the kind of. It's like you said; it's generic. Like it just—it yeah. feels like it's like we need a track to fill this sort of ooh African music vibe, <laughs> oh, and, they, no. and they've just gone for that. And like that's, that's to me what it felt like. I mean, it—it it didn't. It just didn't wow. scream originality to me. And I love Civ Four. I really, especially well, I love Civilization games. To be honest, across the board. <laughs> Sorry, like, and they I do Apple Crossing the full score. Like, the soundtracks <laughs> aren't bad. They're just not um, stand out. Damn, that's how it goes. Ross, that's how that's the breaks. I, I'm gonna reiterate this. Um, <laughs> it was the first piece of music composed for a video game to win a Grammy Award. In 2011, best instrumental arrangement accompanying so vocalist. Uh, Tim Armstrong wrote a, won a Grammy Award for writing a Pink song. It's so meaningless. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are, those, are, those, are those your final scores, gentlemen? Uh, yes. I'm trying to think if there's any reason I can give that more points, but I just can't. That speaks volumes. <laughs> oh my god. Like, 
Uh, can, like, can can I justifiably move this on? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I, mean, I have yeah. a pick. This 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 could don't don't lose heart, Michael. This oh, I mean, could this could be awful. This could like, be terrible. This, <laughs> this could like hemorrhage points. I, I I mean it would be kind of I've I've got this trophy here. It would be kind of weird for me to keep it. I'd rather. I was hoping I could like give it away to somebody for a while, but you know, maybe I. It'll just stare at you over there forever. We're gonna see. My reserve. Shall we get into this? Go on. My reserve is from the game AM2R, which stands for Another Metroid 2 Remake. It's an unofficial Metroid remake of Metroid 2, which was originally for the Game Boy, the remakes for PC. And the track is called Hydro Station. The track's composed by Milton Goasti, who also led the development of the whole thing. This is like a real labour of love on the Metroid 2 front. Uh, Metroid 2 is kind of fun on the Game Boy, but what Mr. Goasti did with this was uh, take it up a few notches and make it like a fully-fledged, like, Super Metroid-esque game, but with the same, like, map and story as Metroid 2, and it's, like, a real admirable effort. Of course, Nintendo have now revealed their plans to do a 3DS remake of Metroid 2. It looks like poop. So, a lot of people, including Michael over here, don't believe that it'll be very good. Nope. Um, But AM2R is great. I really enjoyed playing it, and the soundtrack is similarly brilliant, so I hope you enjoy this one. I really am looking forward to this one. This is Hydro Station by Milton Guasti.
just had Hydro Station from AM2R, another Metroid 2 remake composed by Milton Guasti. And that one takes a lot of themes and motifs and ideas from the track Brinstar Vegetation from Super Metroid from 94 on the SNES. Like, I think it totally captures the Metroid vibe, 100%. Like, right. a, a modern take on the Metroid vibe. Okay, for sure. How about you? Perhaps. I mean, I, I've never really played the, the Metroid or Castlevania games, really, so I'm not... I wouldn't say I was particularly familiar with the vibes of them, yeah. but the... Uh, for what I had in my head for those that style of game, that was that was certainly where I'd put it. And it, I know it was a really nice track, but it kind of, I don't know, it didn't really grab me that much. Oh, either. it's going for grabs! I don't know, it just where's it going? It just didn't do a lot for me. It was all right, and it kind of it stuck. Like I liked the sounds, I just didn't think much to the overall yeah. arrangement of them. I guess like I wasn't that into the tune. I, I think I did prefer it to the Civilization song but at the same time I don't think I preferred it enough to give it a higher score Ooh. so, uh, so I'd probably one. go for a 3 for that myself maybe Ross. even I, I want to border on a 2 but I think I'll say 3 because it it didn't feel bad enough to be worse than the, <laughs> the Civ 4 track but I didn't like it anymore so, we're so going, what you're so saying is you should adjust it's got to be a 3 it's got to be a 3 we're going 3 sorry, sorry microphone John, I'm, I'm going for four. Like it was, it was evocative of everything that Metroid should be evocative of for me. Yeah, so yeah, it was totally in line with what I expect from that franchise. Excellent. Very, very faithful interpretation. Well, not, not outstanding, but very good. Okay, appreciated. Well, I, I really like this song, but okay, technically, mm-hmm. not a published game. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's no, it was it was point. published. It was published. Mm. If it goes out on the internet and people buy, it, people well, people download it. It's real. Yeah. It's it's there. It's real. It's out there. Geodude is real. He's my friend. Well, listen. Here's here's how I'm gonna play this. Okay. No. No no no. You, you gotta hear me out. You gotta hear me out. Okay. We've we finished all the scores, and it would appear by some weird fluke that I've come out on top. And yet. Like, I got this trophy right here. Wow. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I got this trophy, and I was uh, I was quite looking forward to awarding this to someone who put a lot of time and effort into uh, making their picks for the podcast, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like, this whole thing's been about knocking about, drinking some beers, and listening to tunes together. And I bought this trophy for not too much money, I should say, but I bought it nonetheless, thinking that it would be kind of fun if someone took this 400 away. £400. <laughs> Four hundred pounds, yes. It's a very expensive trophy. Oh, I was, I, I got this, like, hoping that someone would take this away and go. Yeah, I've got to defend this next time around. And my my competitor in the tiebreaker was Michael Thorne, for my my fundraiser for uh, the refugee council here in the UK. I did a twenty four hour uh, challenge to play as many weird and bad games as I could in that time. Some real knackers and whoppers <laughs> of games. And Michael was there for me the whole time. I'm not entirely sure I could have lasted the whole thing without him. So yeah, I want to say peace effort. to Michael here. And on the strength of that, the trophy's going to him. Yay! This is Michael's. No, no, it is. It's yours. Thank yeah, you, Michael. Man. 
Thank you so much. Thank you for encouraging me all that time and for bringing such diverse picks to this podcast. It's much appreciated. I honestly think that this is the first trophy I've ever won. <laughs> it has to go to you. Wait, you're going to have to defend it now. It has to go well, to you, Michael. Oh, no. There you go. Take take that home. Yeah. And put it on your mantelpiece. I'm really... Put it on the fireplace. I'm really happy. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Yeah. You've been a good sport, Woo! man, no doubt. Woo! Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for listening. And also, uh, thanks to John, as ever. He's, he's a diehard on this show. He's been helping me out at all manner of shows, including... Street Fighter 2 which was show number 2 a Forever Sound version That's true, yeah. aside from that we went for uh, Metal Gear Solid the first one yeah. Final Fantasy 7 Wu-Tang Shaolin style yes. oh, me and John yes. are good John's a warrior in the VGM podcast game at this point and we should also give a round of applause to Ross for coming Woo! in at the Last 11th minute. hour saving the whole show he, Ross Just saved the show he came, he came at the last minute to make this show possible um, he hopefully, dropped some dope beats. He, pff, absolutely, yeah. Hopefully, he'll come back and help us out oh, again at some yeah, point. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Thank cheers for having us. Really, it's, uh, nah, it's no luck. doubt, man. No doubt. No problem at all. And uh, thanks to yourselves for listening. It's been a fun time. Uh, Michael, any plugs for you? Uh, um, tw- Twitter, etc. Jammy Jesus on Twitter. Jammy Jesus. Uh, prealphapodcast.com. Yep. Um, and like I said before, watch uh, John's brother Joe on twitch.tv slash Joe Isles. Check out Joe Isles. He's doing he's doing some good work on there. And I imagine John is about to come on the on the uh, plugs and say, listen to Pre-Alpha Podcast. Yep, same thing. Prealphapodcast.com. We're still going. Pre-Alpha Podcast. A lot of technical issues. <laughs> Both we might have told them. So hopefully there'll be a new episode. Yeah, if you want to hear about contemporary gaming news, this, that, and the third, pre-alpha podcast, you can do one hell of a lot worse than that one. I'm a listener myself. It's it's a good time. Thank you very much. And uh, last but by no means least, Ross, anything you want to put up uh, in Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I play games on Twitch quite regularly. Yeah. So mm. uh, twitch.tv slash redrips, that's R-E-D-R-I-P-Z. Um, Red Rips and- with a Z. Typically play single player story mode games. Um, anything with you play Neo. Bit of bang, but I'm working right? through Neo yes. next. That's my yes. next big that's game. That's the one so you want to watch. I've, uh, I've just finished Sleeping Dogs and I'm, I'm moving on to Neo. What do you think of Sleeping Dogs? I loved it. Absolutely loved Sleeping Dogs. It's uh, <laughs> it, it made me really rethink about how much I love GTA because I went, God damn it, this game oh, has nice. such a good fighting system in it. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's way so, it's so, so much better than Grand Theft Auto. Anyway, let's all get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have yeah, no idea what so, they're um, talking about. Yeah, you can about. catch me on a couple of times a week. I stream games, but uh, red that, ribs. Me, thank you. There we go. Thanks again, Ross. That's us. Thanks for um, thanks for listening to this uh, the sequel, uh, this number two of the VGM battle series on Forever Sound version. You can follow this podcast on the old Facebook at uh, facebook.com/slash Forever Sound version. Uh, you can email me if you wish, foreversoundversion at gmail.com. And the Twitter handle is FSV Podcast. Please give me a shout. If you had a good time listening to this, you know, give me a shout, you know. A little bit of a retweet. Pass it on to your friends. Maybe they'll enjoy it too. All right. Cheers, everyone. We'll see you next time for more VGM nonsense. Way aye. Way aye. Peace. See ya. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.